0: Hello, and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Dierka, and I'll be talking to you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. How good would it feel if just for once, like just for once, instead of you chasing women, trying to chase her to get her to respond to your text, to try to chase her to to arrange a date and actually show up. Instead of that, imagine if women chased you just for one day. Imagine if just for one day it was like you woke up in the middle of a Lynx ad. Remember those ads where the nerdy guy had all his women chasing after him? Angels falling from the sky, hot, scantily clad angels. Women chasing our football teams running after him. Imagine if you could have that for just one day. I think that's probably every guys dream, well, most straight guys dreams at least. Now, I can't quite make the Lynx ad happen. But the truth of the matter is that you can learn to get women to chase you. Let's talk about that. I've heard a lot of men say that because men have to approach women, at least in our Western society, it's the men who have to do that. Because we do that, we always have to be the chasers, because we started it that way by approaching Therefore, it continues on that way. But actually, that's just hogwash. That is really just a result of how we men, a lot of men, set up our interactions, how we approach it, the mindset that we have when we go in. But if you've got to be really honest with yourselves, haven't you all known just one guy at least who wasn't necessarily super attractive, but just always seemed to have women chasing him rather than the other way around? My guess is you probably have, because most of us have in our lives. So, what is it that that guy was doing so differently? What is it that I do so differently in my interactions with women, that I teach my clients? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you, first of all, a basic framework of how you're going to start to get women to chase you, and then I'm going to give you some, some strategies, some tools that you can use, some things that I do, very specific things that I do to help create the frame of her chasing you. So. To get started, the thing you need to understand is the idea of frames. So you may have heard of a frame before. What is a frame? So a frame is is really a context. OK, what is a context in a social situation? What is that? Now, when you first walk up to an approach a woman, and I don't care if it's at a, at a bar, I don't care if it's uh, out during the daytime or at a house party or at a picnic. When you first walk up to a woman and you approach her, you're creating a frame. And the frame is, what is the context here? It could be, the context is, this is going to be slightly awkward and uncomfortable. That's the context now, right? Slightly weird, awkward guy tries to talk to girl. The context could be just friends. I'm here and I'm being your buddy and I'm just learning to meet new people and be social here at this barbecue. That could be the context that you're creating. The context could be, I'm here to sell you something, right? So you approach a woman during the day and you're there to sell her... Uh, a membership to RSPCA, right? That's a frame. So that frame that gets set up, that's really important because if you set the wrong frame, that frame will persist for the rest of that interaction. It's really hard to change a frame once created. That's why if you approach a woman and right off the bat, it's a little bit uncomfortable and awkward. It's really hard to escape that uncomfortable, awkward vibe once you've created it. Which leads me on to my next point, which is that When you know what frame you want to create, you've got to create that frame right from the beginning. There's no room for messing about with frame in the beginning. That is the first thing you have to do is letting her know contextually, not literally, letting her know what this is about, what this is going to be, what kind of interaction we're having now. All right, here's what it is. Because when you first approach a woman, have you ever noticed that look of curiosity, like surprise slash curiosity slash her on her face? Because in that moment, she's looking to, to work out what is this going to be. And you got to tell her, so it's got to happen as soon as possible. So what is that frame? What is the frame that you want to bring in? So the frame is this. I approached you because you're cute. I approached you because I think you're hot. But I'm going to stay only if you keep interesting me. It's really important. Yes, it is true. You were the one who had to approach her probably. But you're only staying. Whether you stay or not, that's entirely up to you. That's what's setting the frame from this point onwards. And then what you do is you reinforce that frame by consistently walking away from women who do not interest you enough. And I can't stress how important this is and how important this is to repeat as a cycle. See, it's all very well, fine and well to hear me say, hey, you're going to have a frame of I'm here because you're cute. I'm going to stay. Well, only because if you keep interesting me. It's all fine and well for me to say that, but you need to internalize that. That takes time. And the way that you internalize this frame is approaching women, being ready to walk away all the time. Because what too many guys do is they've got this mindset of I've approached her. Now I've got to try to make her like me. Bam. You've lost the frame straight away. I've got to try to make her like me. If you start to build a habit of approaching women and walking away the second they stop interesting you, the second they turn you off and you... Repeatedly do that so you reinforce to your subconscious, I will walk away. This is definitely gonna happen if you don't interest me. What will happen is subtly over a couple of weeks of doing this, your whole your demeanor, your body language, your tone of voice, your way of interacting is slowly gonna start to change and morph because women will feel your readiness to walk away if they don't interest you. And that's a very powerful frame to set right from the get-go. I'm gonna walk away if this isn't what I want. And women are going to feel that. Now, it's all good to hear me say this, but I know that what you're looking for are some examples. What are some of the ways that I install this frame and interaction? So one of the things that I do when I first walk in and I talk to a woman is I'm going to tease her. I'm going to banter with her. Now, I'm doing this primarily because I want to have fun because that's part of the frame as well, right? The frame is not just I'm here because you're cute and Either You either interest me or you don't, because that alone can be a very narcissistic, unfriendly, unfun frame who wants to be a part of that. So one of the other things that I'm doing is I want to have fun. That's part of my frame too, right? I'm walking in and I want this to be a fun interaction for me. Not for you, for me. Because if I'm not having fun, I'm going to walk away. And you're cute, so I want to have fun. So I go in having fun very early on. Now what I'm doing is I'm bantering. And the reason I like to banter, and banter, by the way, or teasing, is putting her on the back foot in a fun, playful, affectionate way. It's making her explain herself to you after you've just teased her. And what are some examples of this? Um, I might walk into a group of girls at a bar who are huddled in a corner somewhere having a chat, and I might say, all right, guys, it looks to me from over here like you guys are all hiding from someone. So whose ex is looking around that you guys are trying to avoid? That is an opener I might use. Now, what I'm doing is I'm putting them on the back foot. Oh, no, 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 we're not hiding from an ex. No, really, you guys look like you're hiding from someone. Who broke the law then? Be honest, come on no, 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 we haven't broke the law, no, no, no. Now, it's a playful frame, it's a playful banter that's happening. But what's really going on is they are also then straight away from the get go having to explain themselves, having to justify why they're sitting in the corner. And I'm not doing it in a narcissistic mean way. I'm doing it in a fun, playful way so that they're laughing, they're playing along with me. And I might do this a few times in the beginning, like in the beginning of an interaction, I'll tease and banter in a few different moments, constantly doing that on the back foot, on the back foot. But i'm doing it to make it fun and it's fun for both of us but it's also set in that frame of i'm in control i'm okay to make fun of you right that's also a very frame specific thing when a guy really likes a girl one of the first things he does is he stops really teasing her because he's scared of hurting her or he's scared of annoying her or scared of turning her off so he doesn't want to tease It's part of establishing that really strong frame in the beginning now guys if you're enjoying this video before i go on i just want to ask you to quickly give me a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel to show your support Um, You know, it's you guys, my followers, my subscribers, that make me keep making these incredible videos. So please don't forget to do that. The second thing that I do, and I tell all of my clients is, I know what I want to find in a woman. So I know what's going to make her interesting to me. I know what I'm looking for very specifically. So to give you an idea for myself, uh, I'm looking for a woman who isn't specifically focused on trying to find a relationship. I'm even more excited if she's recently out of a relationship. Um, or she's dedicated to being single for this year i'm looking for a woman who maybe is is focused on fun and adventure in her life at this point in time i'm looking for a woman who's got a good sense of humor who can banter with me who's fun to talk to and be around so these are some of the things that i'm hoping to find so if i'm talking to a woman and i know and i learn about her oh i'm looking for a long-term relationship or it'd be really nice to find a guy for a long-term relationship or i i'm a good girl i don't do anything i don't sort of uh, have casual sex i i don't have never had friends with benefits i've never done any of that i'll start to take a step back right because i know what i'm looking for so really that's the hit that's the key is going into an interaction know what you're looking for and start asking her questions to learn about if she is what you want because when you do that, and again, you're not trying to do that in a hyper-aggressive way. Like, hey, I saw you over here, huddled in a corner. My name's Damien. How are you doing? Great. Cool. So um, tell me about your sexual history. Good. I'm not quite doing that. But what I'm doing is I'm, I'm trying to learn. And she will feel that I'm trying to learn about her. You know, Have you ever been talking to a girl who's a gold digger? Some girls are. And they're like, what do you do for work? What kind of car do you drive? Where do you live? Um, how old are you? you? know, You can feel that you're being screened, assessed by her you need to flip the table. She needs to feel a little bit, not a lot, but just a little bit assessed by you. And whenever she gives you an answer that you don't like so much, or that isn't ideal, demonstrate that, show that, right? Because if I'm talking to a woman and she's like, I've never had a casual sex relationship, I'll say, oh, really? Really? You've never, but, but, you know, isn't that the spice of life? Like, isn't that how you discover what you really want? How could you know what you really want in a sexual partner? If, you only know from the couple of guys you've been in relationships with. You must be lacking something there. So what I'm doing is I'm, I'm framing that to her. Now that's a negative thing as far as I'm concerned. I'm not trying to make her feel bad about it. I'm questioning, learning about her, giving her the opportunity to say, oh no, no, I, I've never done it, but I'm open to it. I'm giving it the opportunity to prove to me that no, she can still be interesting to me, that oh no, to my frame, she still has value. and giving the opportunity, but I'm letting you know this is not an ideal thing through the way that I communicate and talk to her based on her answers. And what that's doing is letting her know, hey, she can lose me. If she gives answers I don't like, it's possible for her, to, for me to step backwards. It's possible for me to start walking out of this interaction because I'm losing interest in her. She'll start to feel that by the way that I probe and ask questions and respond to her answers. I know that a lot of guys, what a lot of guys attempted to do is they try to make everything positive. So a woman will say, oh, I've never really had a casual sex relationship. And I'll say, wow, I really respect that in a woman. A woman who just, who knows what she wants and isn't going to like sell out in her body. And they try to turn everything into a positive. But it's not, is it? Because a woman's got to be able to say a lot of things that won't be as eager. It won't be as interesting to you. or won't be as ideal for you. And you need to be able to express that to her. Not in a mean way. Not in a like, well, that's not a good thing. I don't like that in women. But just in a way of, oh, okay, well, let me learn more about that because... That seems problematic. Be willing to do that. And the more you do that, the more you'll find women will start to want to please you. Not every woman, but a lot. A lot more than previously. Any woman who's even marginally interested in you will suddenly start to feel herself want to, oh crap, I'm losing this guy. Right? Even though she was only marginally interested in you before, the second you start to back away and she can feel it, oh, he's less interested in me, She'll most women, not all, but many will try to scramble to, to, to catch up. Now, this isn't manipulative. Why? Because you're not being manipulative. You're just being a guy who knows what he wants and is going to back away if she doesn't have what he wants. But the second you're that guy, women are going to want to chase you because that's how people are right? When we suddenly feel like we're losing someone who we're kind of interested and we feel compelled to try to chase them. So you're not coming at this from a place of manipulation and game playing. You're coming at it from a very healthy, masculine, I know what I want space. The third thing that I'll do, not in every interaction, but in many, is I'll tell her specifically what turns me on in women, what I find sexy in women. And I don't mean what I find sexually sexy about a woman's body. I mean, personality wise. Uh, And so... The reason I do that is because I want to give her a frame. I want to give her an ideal to step into, right? Because it's giving her ways to try to prove herself to me. And again, I'm doing this because I'm letting her know this is what I want. And if she doesn't want to be that, then she can step away herself. I'm giving you the opportunity. And so an example of this might be uh, a woman says to me, you know, I, I'm actually new in Australia. I'm just here from Canada. I've only been here for three months. I want to try living someone new because I've never done that before. All right. And what I'll say to her, you know what? That's, that's kind of sexy to me. Like I find it really sexy in a woman when a woman has a sense, first of all, a sense of adventure, a sense of independence and, and just wanting to try something new, you know, trying, trying to be totally leave everything she knows behind and just explore the world. That, that's a sense of adventure. I really, that turns me on in a woman. I really like that. So what I'm doing is I'm taking something small she's told me and using that as a, catalyst to go into a bigger area that i want i want a woman who's adventurous right i do anyway and so now she knows oh ham up the sense of adventure if i want him to like me more i can ham up the sense of adventure i'm giving her that opportunity to do that um and so again this is another way and you've probably noticed before when you've chased women those women will sometimes tell you this is what i like in a man this is what i'm looking for in a guy and that suddenly makes you feel compelled to oh well i better try to be that kind of man So you're just creating this framework for her. But again, in a non-manipulative way, you're simply stating where you are, what you want, and letting her step into it. Now, fourthly, all of this is fine and well. But what I notice a lot of men have is habitual habits. Habitual habits? (laughs) Habitual behaviors that make them very needy, that make them come across as constantly chasing. So what would these be? These would be things like, I have some clients who frequently laugh. They laugh at weird moments inappropriately for no particular reason. It's nervous laughter or it's anxious laughter or it's um, supplicating laughter, trying to get her to like him by laughing at every little thing. You've got to cut that out because if you do all this stuff right, but you've got this weird kind of awkward laughter going on because you're nervous, that's going to hurt your frame dramatically because it's going to belie the fact that you're trying to make her like you. Then there are guys who constantly, they constantly overemphasize things as being overly positive when they aren't. So, for example, if a woman says, uh, I, live, I live in the Gold Coast and in particular suburb, let's call it suburb B. If, if I say to her, so where in the Gold Coast do you live? And she says, oh, I live in suburb B. And I go, oh, my God, I live in suburb B, too. That's the most amazing thing ever. That's making too big a deal of the fact that she lives in the same suburb or she lives in a nearby suburb. And a lot of guys do this. They make small things into really big deals unnecessarily you don't want to do that because again that's another form of supplicative behavior so you you need you need to pick up these little things that guys often do and you can sometimes sit in body language too leaning in too much trying to get too much in a space almost like chasing after her so she takes a step back you take a step forward she takes a step back you take a step forward i see this happen a lot in interactions when watching guys approach as well these little things you need to try to avoid and rub out because they will ruin your really strong frame that you're working on creating now one of the great ways to do this, sure, you can hire a coach, but the other thing to do is just get a wingman, get a friend, tell him you try trying to avoid those behaviors getting to watch you. Alternatively, record yourself in an interaction, right? Get an audio recording. You won't pick up your body language, but you'll pick up a lot of the audio stuff you're doing that'll that'll make you realize how much am I chasing her still? How supplicating, how, how mm, eager to please am I coming across in this interaction? Because if you're coming across eager to please, you're destroying your frame. And it'll usually be a couple of little habitual things that you do and once you iron them out and remember that you're doing them it's going to change the feeling the whole feel of the interaction so those are just four examples of what you can do to change that frame but if you set that frame right you will be amazed how many women will start to chase you it's not going to be like a lynx ad you know it's not going to be every woman you approach is going to want to chase you down and, and, and and hump you dry but it's just that far more women are going to suddenly start to pursue you when it never happened before. And that's how you do that, by creating that strong frame of, now you're going to pursue me. That's it for today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Don't forget to check us out at schoolofattraction.com. I highly recommend you check out my comprehensive and free dating personality test, which you can find by clicking personality test at the top of the page. Thanks again for tuning in, and I look forward to seeing you in my next podcast.